Ephesians chapter 1, we'll read verse 17 and verse 18 as our text this morning. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 17 all the way to 18. The scripture says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in where? In the knowledge of him. That you will gain wisdom, you will gain understanding. It's only because you have the knowing of him. The Bible says in verse 18 that the eyes of your understanding being what? Enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. That the eyes of our understanding may be what? May be enlightened. Which means there is an enlightenment that can happen up until then we may not be able to comprehend what is the hope of his calling neither we will be able to comprehend what the riches of the glory of his inheritance are in the saints and my prayer this morning that the eyes of our understanding beyond anything shall be enlightened in the name of jesus that as enlightened and educated as we are the, the reality is that we do not know all as far as some areas of our lives are concerned as we are seated here, if anything happens and they say run to the muster point outside there, do we know? We may not know. If anything happens that creates panic and they say run to the next exit, most of us as educated as we are, we do not know the next exit in this building. And so when the Bible says that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened doesn't take the reality that we are educated, that we know what we should do. But concerning what God wants to do in a period of time, we may not know all. And that is why the Holy Spirit is saying, I pray beyond all that the eyes of our understanding may be enlightened. And that is why Pastor have led us in the few weeks that we'll speak about insightfulness. Which means that heaven have released what we require as far as receiving insight is concerned. Divinely released that what we require now is to be able to tap and to receive. This morning you will not come with a bucket you will come with a drum to receive what the Lord has in store and so this morning I'll be teaching on the subject I've entitled accessing divine insights praise the name of the Lord in one minute I want you to pray for yourself ask the Lord open the eyes of my understanding to your word this morning put that in prayers open the eyes of my understanding towards your word this morning as you have prayed so shall it be in the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. And please help me appreciate Pastor Steve Omotayo as he goes back to his seat. God bless you. He's looking so good this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. I say hallelujah. D accessing divine insight. But just before we go into God's word, there is something I read very recently, Second Kings. The Bible was speaking about how Elijah was to be taken up into the heavens. And the scripture says, And so he journeyed with his servant Elisha. And as they went, they got to a point that they saw the sons of the prophets. And the sons of the prophets said to Elisha, Don't you know that today that your master will be taken away from you? And Elisha responded to them. He said, Yes, I know today my master will be taken away from me. And he said to them, Please hold your peace. So as far as they were concerned, the relationship that Elijah had with Elisha was more of a master and as a servant. The scripture says as they went again, they got to, um, I think, Jericho. They met again another set of sons of the prophet and they said to Elisha, Don't you know that your master will be taken away from you? Elisha answered them again, Yes, I know, but do what? Hold your peace. And so the rule of engagement that Elisha had with Elijah was more of a servant and a, what, a master. No doubt about that. But what the sons of prophet did not understand that beyond being a master to Elisha, that Elijah have tutored Elisha like a father would teach a child. He has given him direction like a father would give a child. He has given him love and comfort as a father would do what? Give to a child. In Second Kings, yes, it's up on the screen. The Bible says, and... I think verse, give us verse 12, that at the time that the whirlwind came to take Elijah, 
the bible says elisha cried with a loud voice you will particularly think he will shout because his master was taken away but he screamed with a loud voice he said my master my what my father my what my father and the chariots of israel and the bible says before he knew it he was no more because elijah have taught him like a father would teach a child this morning as much as i would love to appreciate the set man as a master over this house as a priest over this house but i am compelled to say by the reason of how he has led us i'm talking about myself particularly he has trained me he has tutored me and mentored me i'm not really open to say he's my priest this morning but to cry like elisha my father my father thank you for this opportunity it is so much delight to be here this morning I am so glad you may think he's just like a priest over me, but truly he has tutored, he has mentored, he has guided like a father would do to a child. And so with few words, but very deeply in my heart, I say to him, I'm so much grateful and I thank you. May the Lord bless you in the name of Jesus. And it is not my desire this morning that the whirlwind will take him away. Praise the Lord. Because we have a party to celebrate on Sunday. Amen. And after, when, maybe when it's 150, then the wear wind can come and take it. Please let's celebrate Pastor Femi Paul again. The name of the Lord be praised in Jesus' name. Amen. Genesis chapter 22, verse 7. This morning, we're going to look at how we can access divine insight. And I want to thank everyone who have come before me to speak about this. And it is in my delight this morning that we have a huge understanding of how to actually access insight. Whether divine pastor said in the beginning that when we speak about insight, it is not just spiritual. It is also what we gain in the outside. Naturally, in business, in career, uh, in parenting, and everything that, is, uh, that, uh, that can come with it. And so, Jesus was speaking to the disciples, said, Look, the children of the world has become wiser than what? Than the children of the kingdom. We're going to look at that very quickly. And we're going to see three areas this morning where we're going to talk about how we can truly access divine insight. That you come to a point like Abraham that we will excel amongst our contemporary because God opened his eyes to dig wells. That Abraham dug wells was the first man written in scripture that dug wells that made him different from every other person in his time. That like Uzziah will come to the understanding that even though he was disadvantaged to be in the valley side, that it was one man God was with and never lost a battle as far as the whole scripture was concerned. We've read about people who fought battles and wars and lost some, but the Bible says as long as Uzziah was, he was so much living in the valley area. But scripture says, the Bible, the Bible says, and God opened his eyes the very first time a man will raise towers in the, in the valley. And the Bible says, and he commanded his armies in platoons, never recorded in scripture, that he never lost any battle at all. That will come to a point that will be like Jacob, who had a disadvantage to serve his master yet another seven years. But he was able by the reason of insight from heaven to be able to get his ships and his heads to become spotted even though they were plain. How these men were able to do it, it wasn't because God gave them a word. No, no, no. It wasn't because God said to them, I will bless you. It was beyond that. It was something they did that was so different from every other person. And this morning, I pray that the Lord will give us such an insight in the name of Jesus. Genesis 22 verse 7, the Bible says, And God came to Abraham, and the word of the Lord came to Abraham and says, In blessing I will do what? I will bless you. Please read with me. And in multiplying I will multiply you. Your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore. And your descendants shall possess the gates of their enemies. Was this the word for Abraham or not? Was this the word for Abraham or not? Now let me ask you, if God comes to tell you this word, what will you do going forward? God just come to you and say, I will bless you beyond measures. What we will do going forward? So it is not enough for us to pick up such a scripture and go home and say the Lord has decreed and declared that we know that when the Lord sent forth his word, it can never do what return to him void. 
So Abraham could have said, if God have said this, then let me go and watch the materialization of his word. But there was something that Abraham did that separated him from everyone within his territory that we are going to look at this morning. To the point that in Genesis 13 verse 2, the reality of this word came, which we are going to pay attention to that. If we understand it, then we will know that beyond receiving God's word, we can pray for insight beyond measures. And like Abraham, God has revealed his word to us this year, saying that we shall be what? We shall be settled. So shall it be in Jesus' name. The reality of God's word to Abraham, listen carefully, I'm going to take my time to explain this. The Bible says, because the word of the Lord had come to Abraham, that he will bless him, he will multiply him, and this was the result by the reason of his net worth. The scripture says, and Abraham was what? Very what? Rich. In what? In livestock and in what? in silver and in what and in gold when the bible says he was rich in livestock this explains what abraham was into now for every time the scripture says a man was blessed in silver and a man was blessed in gold you need to pay particular attention to it because the children of israel at this point had no access to silver neither they had did they have access to gold and the only place that you can have access to both silver and gold way back then was from the east, which is, we're talking about Egypt, we're talking about um, Ethiopia and all the rest. So when uh, the scripture says a man had silver and a man had gold, it's an indication that this man has traded with people from the east. And that is why you will see when Jesus was born, the Bible says, and the wise men came from where? They came from where? Did they bring livestock? They had no livestock. They have so much. They didn't have so much of that. Did they bring animals and goods? Do you remember what they brought? Did you remember what they brought? What did they bring? Gold. They bring what? Frankincense. They brought what? And so these were things. These were ornaments that were that were precious. And it was it will come from the east. So when the Bible says Abraham had silver and he had gold, which means the Lord has blessed him with livestock that he had to trade some of them. In fact, the scripture says, when God blessed Abraham, very well, the Bible says, and the land which he stayed could not occupy what he had. The land which he stayed could not occupy what we had. I pray that that will be someone's reality in Jesus' name. That God bless you so much within the territory that everything you have, the territory itself could not accommodate what Abraham did, had. And so in chapter 24, verse 34, again the scripture described what Abraham did. I'm paying more attention to this just to show you something. The Bible says, and the servant of Abraham speaking said, I am Abraham's servant. Next verse. Again, he explained what Abraham had. Again, he says, the Lord has blessed my master greatly and he has become great. Explaining what he had, he says, and he has given him what? flocks and what and heads again he said what silver again he said what gold so abraham particularly was a headsman so what he had was heads he had donkeys he had camels he had sheep and all the rest i'm going to explain something very quickly and so this was it about when a man is a shepherd what it means if you have your flocks around you the only known way that your flocks will have a source of drinking water was to take those heads and then they will travel sometimes, they will travel in days. What, would, what were they looking for? They were looking for where they had rivers, they were looking for where they had what? any source of water. And so Abraham and his servants would travel and they would journey. I need you to look at this like whatever you do, whatever business you may find yourself or career path. So they would journey just to have what? Water for their animals. And it was so risky a business that if you go with a hundred sheep, the likelihood you will return after three days with a hundred sheep was very low. And that is why Jesus gave a parable. He says, which of you having a hundred sheep well, as you go on, on your normal business, one of them will stray. What did he say we'll do? We will go back and look for it. There were shepherds that never went back to look for it. And so also, they had instances where as you journeyed with your shepherds, with your flocks, that a wild animal can come, either devour your animals or even devour you as a shepherd. 
And that is why it may, we may not have the strength of David, which he said that when the bear came, he did what? He fought them with his, with his bare hands, and the lion came. He also killed the lion with what? With the bare hands. Not every shepherd had the strength of David. And so some shepherds lost their lives because they were seeking for livelihood. They lost their sheep to the wild animals. And that is why in the instance when the brothers of Joseph sold him to slavery, the Bible says for them to replicate the risk of that business, they said they took his clothing, dipped it in an animal's blood, and they showed his father, you know how risky this business was. On this said day, we were going and we were feeding the flocks and an animal came. And he devoured your son. And this is what is left of him. Can we see how risky the business was? So for you to trade in flocks, it wasn't an easy thing. There were risks involved that you may not likely be a rich man. But the Bible says, and Abraham was so rich because what? The Lord did what? Blessed him. But what did Abraham do that truly revealed that the Lord gave him insight against his contemporary genesis 26 verse 15 reveals this and i pray that the lord will open our eyes that in every business we will see what others cannot see in the name of jesus the bible says in verse 15 now the philistines had what has stopped up all the wells which his father's servants had dug in the days of abraham his father and they had filled them with what with death now this was what happened Nowhere was it recorded. The Bible says what Abraham did was to form a territory for wherever he went. Two things he will always do. Raise an altar. Then after which Abraham would dig a well that no other person had ever dug. And so the Lord opened the very eyes of Abraham saying, You don't need to journey in this area. You don't need to carry your flocks and go through the risk. I will open your eyes if you are ready to dig a well. You will, the land will produce the water that you journey for. And so some of us have made journeys, we have made travels, looking for one thing or the other. But like Abraham, God is saying, if you can be able, if you are able to stay with me, I will give you insight that you don't need to travel, you don't need to journey, you don't need to stress yourself. Within the land that you are, I will open your eyes to wells no man had ever dug that you would dig the well and you'll find waters you will not have to wait for the rains of the earth you will not have to wait for the rains of the heaven or travel for the waters in the rivers but within your very feet i will show you what you would do that you would dig wells that no man had ever dug and i pray that the lord will show us wells that we need to dig in the name of you and so the Bible says within the territory, Abraham would dig wells. His animals don't need to travel. They drank of the same well. Abraham would make irrigations. No one has to look for food or for farm. Everything was within his world, his territory. So for everywhere Abraham went, he did what? He dug wells. And so you may be in a business and you are wondering how are other people doing it. The reality is God is showing some people wells that your eyes are yet to see. And that is why when pastor says that your eyes may be open, that we will have insight beyond that the Lord will set to us, that God will show us wells that are within our feet, that when you dig it, people will come to ask you, how were you able to do it? And then you will show them the altar like Abraham. I dug the well, but it was not by my strength, but the Lord provided the water under my feet. Amen. So it is not so much of the very fact that we journey and we do all this. If the Lord will open our eyes, then we will be able to see that there are wells of opportunities within our feet. On Wednesday, Sister Lydia was sharing a wonderful testimony how she was waiting or believing God for something and looking up for someone to help her. And looking up for someone who she could not reach. And the word of the Lord came by a friend saying to her, you don't need to go far. There was a well that you dug in a relationship some years back. There was someone who you dug a well of good relationship. Go back to that well. All you need to do is to go back and drink from that well. And what she required and needed, it was just a phone call to a friend she has not made contact with for many years. And the friends looked at her and said, is this all you want? She said, yes. I thought there, were, there was more to what you needed. Everything she needed was just in a well she has dug some years back. I pray the Lord will open your eyes like Abraham and you will dig wells that no man have ever dug in the name of Jesus. 
And I read a story about a woman who, as far as her story was concerned, when she was still in school, she used to make cupcakes just for fun. And so, as she was doing and making the cupcakes, she said to herself, I need to understand more how to make these cupcakes. If you need to write this down, please write down number one. One of the ways to access divine insight is by learning. So people have dog wells. The question is, if you've not found a well, you need to find someone who has dog wells and learn from it. Pastor was saying the other time, sometimes we may have to take a, a, a year step backwards. And then you do something by learning how to dig wells. You don't need to run around looking for rivers when you can learn how to dig wells. Number one, if you have to assess divine insight, you must be ready to what? To learn. And she said she was just going about making cupcakes for fun. And then one day she stumbled on the recipe book from her mother. And she began to learn from that recipe book. The reality is some of us, we are too much interested in the results. But we are not ready to learn the skill of digging wells. And as she began to read the recipe book, she discovered that for everything she read in the recipe, the cakes came out better than they were before. And said, so she said, for, she began to look for as many recipe books as she could lay her hands on. I was watching her interview. And for every recipe book she lays her hand on, the cake she will make next was better than the former ones. And so she went over and over and to some point when she was in school, her friends would call her to make cakes for her, cupcakes for her birthday. And so she continued and continued until one day someone said, this thing you are doing, do you know you can make it as a business? Wells. That the eye of understanding may be open to a well that is available for you to dig. And so she continued and continued. By the time she finished school, she went for a training and a course. And as she learned how to make cake, the more she became better and better. So for every time you order for cake from cakes and creams, it's because someone learned how to dig a well. Praise the Lord. And so, amen. So today that she is the best in cake making industry is not because the word of the Lord came to her and she ran with it. Because she learned how to do what? To dig wells. This morning I pray that the Bible, that the Holy Spirit will open our eyes to opportunity of wells that are within our feet in the mighty name of Jesus. Daniel 9 verse 2, the Bible says, and Daniel in learning was one of the most pronounced in his time. The scripture says every time everybody will run to Daniel because he was full of understanding and he was full of what? Of knowledge. How did Daniel have all this? And it came to a point, the Bible says, and Daniel came to the children of Israel and said, today the Lord, I have found out that the Lord is ready to release us from captivity. And they said to Daniel, how did you find this out? The Bible says, and Daniel said, for I, Daniel, understood by what? By what? By books. So if there is a book you need to read, sincerely, if the word of the Lord have come that he will settle us, truly by learning we can gain insight that anybody, that, that anybody has never learned before and dig wells that nobody has ever dug. So we pray this morning that God will give us revelation of insight for every well that have not been dug in the name of Jesus. Luke chapter 2 verse 46 the very Jesus we follow, the Bible says for every time Jesus came to preach the word of the Lord, people will gather at his feet. And so, how did Jesus come to this understanding that he can speak and people will listen? Sometimes we we'll think because he was the son of God and so he had this by himself. No, not necessarily so. The Bible says in verse, in verse 46 of Luke 2, he says, now so it was. That after three days, they found Jesus in the temple. This was after his parents had forgotten him in Jerusalem. And the Bible says, sitting in the midst of who? Of the teachers. Read with me. Both what? Listening to them and doing what? Asking questions. And so for every time Jesus is speaking, it's not because he's just the son of God. He understands that he can gain insight to how he can speak to the people. He started so early at the age of 12. The Bible says he sat down, he listened to them, and he was doing what? Asking questions. There are people who have dog wells. We need to find them out and then sit with them and do what? And ask the same question. This well, how were you able to do what? To dig them. Yesterday evening, I was... 
I decided to take a walk as I usually would do. I call it inspirational walk. I just take a walk meditating. And so as I stepped out of my house, I have this neighbor that I have, mon- I have watched him over time. He's very, very, he's, he's someone you can look towards, towards and up to. And so I have watched him over time and I've asked myself, this man is so blessed. I said to myself, how was he able to get this wealth? And how was he able to get to this point where he's so blessed and so he saw me yesterday he had he had his building already erected not completed and he said to me etefia i need to tell you something in case you pass tomorrow and you see that i've brought down this this building i said this building is almost completed and you want to bring it down he said yes he said he's going to bring it down and raise another one and he said i'm going to raise another one because the lord has blessed me again and he said my eyes have been opened to something and so I have invested in it and the return have come and they are coming in trenches. I'm going to bring down this whole building and raise it again. We're talking of a duplex and we're talking of two-story building behind as well. And we began to speak and we spoke for over 45 minutes and he told me how he entered into uh, when he was employed the first time and then God directed him to a particular department where he could both work and both invest and then he said people have been here and have left and have not seen the opportunities that i saw how god brought me here it is really not by my by my power but i acknowledge it was god that brought me here and he says and the man that trained me told me if you are diligent enough you will continue to reap from it and it will not end and he said to me, I dug those wells many years ago. And the return of the water of those wells are flowing and I cannot contain it. My prayer, my desire is that such well will be open to us in the mighty name of Jesus. <laughs> number two, another way we can access divine insight. Number two, please write this down by association. That for everything you do that you cannot associate it may be the beginning of our downfall by association association we mean having someone you can look forward to having mentor that can speak to you having people that can direct you it is not everything that you can do with money a man once says if everything there are things we pursue with money that just a phone call and a friendship can give to us and if we can dig wells of relationship if we can dig wells of association the reality is that we will come to a point we will access insights we will see things that people do not see most times when we finish church and then we are in pastor's office and pastor is t- telling us some things and we have privilege to have pastor yomi and i said to myself most times i just sit down there and listen to them and speak and i said to myself I'm not so sure in my lifetime I have looked, I've, I've seen a moment where I will sit with such people that have so much of insight. And they will speak and I will write those things down in my daughter and I will say, these are the things I want to accomplish. That you will be in association of people that can either make or mar you. Bible said concerning Genesis, in Genesis 30 verse 27, in Genesis 20 verse 37, the Bible tells us a very interesting story. The scripture says in Genesis 30 verse 27, let me read very quickly. The Bible says, and Laban, but before I read, let me explain. Jacob have worked for Laban for seven years, just to get the hand of his daughter in marriage. And the Bible says, and once again, Laban said to him, you will have to work yet another, what, seven years. And the Bible says, and Laban has perceived that the moment Abraham had come to his house, he has blessed, he has been blessed by the reason of his presence. The association he had with Abraham, with, with Jacob, had brought blessings that he could not attain being by himself. And Jacob and Laban says in verse 27, and Laban said to him, Please stay. If you have found favor in if I have found favor in your eyes, for I have learned by what experience that the lord has blessed me for what for your sake there are people that the lord will send to your life as partners as association they may be lower to us they may be higher whatever they may be that you will be able to perceive and learn by experience that the lord has opened those doors by the reason of their bless for by the reason of their presence the bible says and so Laban says i have learned by what 
experience. You see, number one, we said one of the reasons is by what? Learning. That you'll be in a place for a very long time. You cannot distinguish who have brought success or who have brought failure. It's a concern. It says, for I have learned, I have been in this place. I've seen people come. I have seen people leave. But the moment you've come to my house, I have learned by experience. I perceive by the reason of the insight that I have that the Lord has blessed me for your sake. Somebody say association. Pastor was saying the other time, he said, once you perceive such people, there is a word he used. He said, please team up with them. Because on your own, you may not be able to dig the wells alone. Sometimes you will need someone that will help you to dig those wells. And may the Lord open our eyes to perceive such people in the name of Jesus. The same thing Abraham, uh, uh, the same thing Joseph did to the hands of the house of Potiphar. Bible says, and Potiphar says, I have also seen, Genesis 39 verse 3, that the moment you came to my house, that the Lord has blessed you for my sake. And so some of us have let people come, we have let people that the Lord have sent as a blessing to our life to leave. I'm going to show you another example of a man who had someone come to his life, but was not able to perceive that that person was a blessing to his life. 1 Samuel chapter 25 and verse 15. The Bible talks about a man called Nabal. And it so happened that David, the Bible says, and it so happened that David was running away from Saul. And so he camped his army close to the house of Nabal. And the Bible says, and as long as David had his army around the house of Nabal, for the moment he stayed there, something miraculous happened that Nabal began to prosper like never before. So it's like having a host of army around you. The scripture says he was so blessed, but he could not perceive that his blessing was because David had come near his house. And the Bible says it came to a point that David said to Nabal, please, I understand that you are sharing your sheep, but my men are hungry. He said, please give me a little of your sheep that I may feed my soldiers. And the Bible says, and Nabal said to him, who is David that I will give that which I have labored for? And the Bible says, and David was vexed in his heart and he decided to wipe away everything that Nabal had. Why? Because he could not comprehend or perceive that the Lord has sent someone to deliver him. And so you may have an employer that the Lord has sent to you. It may be a house help, like, like it may be a house help that came to your life and all you are treating the person is more of a servant and a master relationship. There are some servants that the Lord has sent. If we are able to perceive that which the Lord has sent them into in our lives, then we'll be able to team up more with them. The scripture says, and I read to your hearing, 1 Samuel 25 and verse 15. He says, but the men... Now, the men or his men or his workmen had to now tell him the advantages they've had since David came. The Bible says, but the men were very, and he said to them, this was a testimony of his servants concerning David. He says, but the men were very good to us, and we were not hurt by them, nor did we miss anything as long as we were accompanied by what? By them. And when they were in the fields, and next verse, verse 16, the Bible says, And they were a wall to us, both by day and by what? And by night. Now, Nabal could not see this. And when the eyes of your understanding is not open, you may not be able to see those who the Lord have sent to bless you. Bible says, And they were a wall to us, both by day and by what? And by night. And all the time we were with them, they kept keeping our what? Our sheep. And so the Bible says, and Nabal dismissed them, but he took the talking of his wife to receive again the men of David. I pray our eyes will be opened beyond in the mighty name of Jesus. So that will not associate with people, it's a lie. The more company you keep, the more you see. And depending on what you are, whose company which you keep. There was a story, I'm going to share this story quickly about a man whose God opened his eyes and he saw opportunities and all he needed to do was to partner and the Lord gave him insights and he got the blessings of his life. And so the story went that as he, every time he commutes to his home, he discovered at some point he will face a very terrible traffic on his way home. 
and people in the bus will start complaining what kind of traffic is this what kind of traffic is this and by the time he gets close he will discover that there is a bottling company close to his house on the path to his house that will line up the trucks which they wanted to use for loading because they did not have enough space in their in their facility and so the trucks will line up on the road and they will leave just a lane or two for other commuters to pass and so people will start complaining, this is a very huge traffic, uh, traffic, they should take away this company and all the rest. And there was a word of the Lord that God was going to settle him that year. And the story went that as he went closer and then as he, as he journeyed on another day, the story went ahead that he saw a mass land empty, unoccupied, very close to this company. And then the word of the Lord came to him and he said, this is where the company should be parking their truck. And then he came down from the bus immediately. As he came down, he saw men at the land. Very barren land, land open without uh, any structure in it. And he, he approached the men and said to them, How much will it cost if I buy this whole land? And the men told him, We saw you came down from that bus. This land is not a land we want to sell in plots. We want to sell everything for anyone who is ready to buy. The man said, I am ready to buy. I am not the buyer, but I will find you a buyer. They said to him, can you find a person that will buy everything? He said, yes. He had no business with anyone that could buy it. All the word of the Lord gave to him was, this is where those trucks should do what should pack. I pray that our eyes of understanding will be enlightened. And the story went ahead and said, and he met the, 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 the man and said, if I bring a buyer, how much will you pay me as a commission? They gave him a very huge commission. He bargained and he got his price. And then he went to someone who could write good proposal. That is why we are saying, if you cannot perceive people, then they may, that may be the beginning of trouble for us. He got a man that could write a proposal. He said, I found where these people can park their truck. It's just some kilometers away. Instead of them lining up their trucks, they can just park their trucks in this place and be coming one at a time. And then they wrote a proposal to him. He was illiterate. He could not write by himself. He took the proposal and went to this bottling company. And he showed them. He said, I have a mass land that I want to sell to you. Your trucks will only park there. If you need a truck to load, he will come and then he will load. And he said, if I sell this land, how much commission will you give me? Somebody say insight. And he said to himself, he said, I have a land. The land is my own. How long were you able to lease this land? He said, we'll give you this amount. And then we'll lease your land for so-so number of years. He said, I will lease it. But when you are ready to buy, still come back to meet me. He collected the money from the bottling company, bought the land from these other people, leased it for a number of years, and that is how his life was settled. I pray that for every barren land that your eyes cannot see, that the Lord will open our eyes in the name of Jesus. Ecclesiastes 10 verse 15 says to us, we'll read Ecclesiastes 10 15. And so the essence is if you cannot write a proposal, please find someone that can do what? Write one. There may be a Jacob in your house that can write. There may be an employee in your office that can do what you want the person to do. You will not see all, depending on who you associate with, you will see further. The Bible says, the labor of fools, where is them? Why? For they do not even know how to go to work to the city. The reason why we labor is because we don't know or find, we can't find the man or the woman that will give us directions. And so the moment you will find these people, the directions will be given and will work our work in the mighty name of Jesus. Is someone being blessed this morning? In Proverbs chapter 13 verse 20, let me show you this quickly. Proverbs 13 verse 20, the Bible says, He who walks with wise men will be what? He who walks with wise men will be what? But he who, but the company of fools will be what? Destroyed. I want to be the best musician in the world. And all you roll with are not musicians. Will you ever be the best you can? I want to be the best stockbroker in the world. And all you discuss is football, how Chelsea beat Man U. Will you ever become the best? And if you want to be wise, the Bible says, but he who walks with the wise will become what? Will become wise. But the companion of fools will be destroyed.
Jesus gave us something very interesting. Jesus gave us a, a very interesting uh, relationship. Luke chapter 16. Let us look verse 8 to 9. The power of relationship. Bible says, and Jesus was speaking to them and saying, look, there are things the men of the world do. They build relationships. They dig wells of relationship that they will recoup in future. The Bible talks about Jesus was sharing a story about a man who was well positioned and as long as he was well positioned, but one thing he was lacking was association and relationship. And it got to the point where he heard that his master was going to sack him from his position. The Bible says, and this man for the very first time learned, if this man should sack me, I have no other person to run to. Even if I have to start a business, there is nobody I will run to. And the Bible says within the very uh, time frame that he had left, he began to build relationship that will outlast whatever he was doing. Jesus, looking at that story, now used that story to admonish us, saying in verse 8, So the master commended the unjust steward because he had dealt shrewdly. For the sons of this world are what? Are more shrewd in their generation than the sons of light. Jesus is saying, there are relationships these men are building that we are not building in church. And so they are wiser, they are digging wells of relationship that will help them in their journey. He says, don't be too spiritual about this. Their eyes must be open to know that for everyone you speak to and you lose friendship with the person, dig enough well that when you call the person, the person will answer you. It is not always enough when one man helps you and then you close the, the link of relationship. Five years down the line, you will call the person. I was the one you helped five years ago. I am calling you again. No relationship. And that is why they will say, please don't call me again. Not necessarily that you are not doing, you are a bad person, but they found people who are good at digging wells of relationship. The next verse, Jesus admonishing us in verse 9. He says, and I say to you, make friends for yourself by unrighteous words mammon that when you fail they may receive you into their words everlasting homes if you are here you are not good in making friends please look for someone who will teach you how to make friends it is very very important what you know now is because you are in the company of those who see beyond who cannot see beyond what you want to see there are changes you will make in your lives what the friends see in that community will be farther than where you are i pray our eyes will be open beyond doubt in the name of jesus is somebody blessed here this morning receiving divine insight we'll take the last one as we begin to wrap up and the last one we're going to talk about excellence praise the name of the lord i'm going to explain that in a very short moment second chronicles chapter 26 and in verse 5 Second Chronicles chapter 26 and in verse 5. In fact, experts have shown us that for anything you lay your hand to do continuously for three years, you will become expert in it. That you do one thing for three years. If all you do is to carry this bucket from one place to the other, if you do it continually for three years, you will become what? Expert in it. There are skills we need to learn. Until you learn those skills, men may not call upon us. There are skills you need to go back and be, you, you, are, you are doing well in baking cake, but the work you are doing cannot show excellence. The Bible says, see it a man, diligent in his work, that reflects excellence. He will stand among what? Among kings. The very fact that you've not stood beyond where you are is because what you do is good, but cannot stand in front of kings. The Bible says in 2 Chronicles chapter 26, verse 5, the story of Uzziah that we read. Uzziah was a man who understood that he can pick people who had skills of excellence and put them together to make a very formidable army. The Bible says, and Uzziah, speaking about Uzziah, he says he sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God, and as long as he sought the Lord, God made him what? God made him what? Prosper. So if we stop in only verse 5, we will think Uzziah prospered because God made him what? Prosper. Beyond God saying he will prosper us, there are things we need to learn. We've spoken about learning. We've spoken about association. Now it's time to speak about excellence. That there are things you will do that will differentiate you from another person. It's because your eyes are open to know that you have to do them. The Bible said concerning Uzziah, help us verse 10. The Bible says, if you ever happen to watch 
the epic movies where you watch armies, those that hold spears and you know all those olden days films, and then they they line up in in platoons. Uh, that's what they call them. And they have you've watched movie where they have. Um, towers and then they will throw arrows from towers. Have you watched those movies? And they'll have snipers on the towers and they have these balls that they roll with fire. If you read every account in Second Chronicles 20, all those things were described and the Bible marveled at those skills because it was the first time such was ever described. The Bible says Uzziah was in the land of the valley, which means if he goes to war, he's so much at a disadvantage. But the Bible says Uzziah was able to get skilled men who build altars in valleys. No man had ever built altars in valleys. And they said the valleys, the, 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 the towers were so high that they could see the enemies from far. Let me read to your hearing. The Bible says, and he built towers in the what? In the desert. It was so descriptive from beginning to the end. And it says he also dug how many wells? Do you remember about wells? that you, your, your, your army don't have to travel. He dug so many wells. For he had so much of what? Livestock. Where do you think he learned this from? Father Abraham. The Bible says, both in the lowland and in what? In the plain. He also had farmers and vineyards in the mountains and in, the, and in camels, for he loved the what? The soil. Help us verse 15. And the scripture says in verse 15, and he made what? devices in what in jerusalem invented by what invented by who skilled men to beware on the towers and on the what on the corners and they did what to shoot arrows and large what stones never in scripture was this ever described and the bible says so his fame did what spread far and what and wide because god gave him what insight for he was marvelously helped Till he became strong. In fact, the scripture says Uzziah never lost any battle by the reason of the gathering of skilled men. That your eyes will be open to a skill, and then a man like Uzziah will employ and bring you in. I pray that the eyes of understanding be enlightened in the mighty name of Jesus. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 5. Paul was admonishing the saints, and he says, I understand that you pray, I understand that you fast. I understand you hold on to God's word. Help us in the King James Version if you can. That is going to give me exactly what I want. The King James Version. He says, 2 Timothy 2 verse 5, King James Version. I understand that you fast. I understand that you pray. And he says, and if a man also do what? Strive for what? Masteries. Yet is he not what? crown except he strive what lawfully if a man will seek for mastery if a man will seek for the best he can do if a man will seek for excellence the bible says see at a man diligent in his works he will do what stand amongst what kings and not amongst what mean men that will understand these three elements to understand that if we need to gain insight that is divinely available to us, we must understand number one that we must be committed to what to learning by digging what wells that no man have ever dug, that the eyes of our understanding be open to see wells that we've never seen. Number two, we've understood that if they, you can only see beyond where you are because of the association that you want that will keep. That you will change your company. You will see further. You will have more insight than you've ever done. And number two, by association, whether you will look for a mentor, whether you will look for friends, it will come to a point you want to dig wells. You don't need to start again. You will look for the wells of Abraham like Jacob did. Bible says, and he returned again to the wells of his father and he had increased like never before. And number three, that you will seek what? excellence in everything we do that you will not say people are not calling me for the job the reason why they are not calling is because the wells you dug was not deep enough and that you find men that will help you and your work will be so good that your wells will be dig and the waters will be good that you will see beyond any other man can see if you've been blessed this morning why don't you celebrate the lord Accessing divine insight. 
So for all that the Bible has, the word of the Lord have come to us this year, that this is the year that God will settle us. Beyond settling, God is saying somebody needs to go back to school to learn something. Somebody needs to enroll in a program for three months that will change your life forever. Somebody needs to find a colleague that will be detailed enough to teach you what you do. Somebody needs to show you what you don't know. And somebody needs to show you where the market is. That you will not go to the roadside to place your market. That there is something called Instagram requires insights. Amen. That you will, amen. That you will sell and have more turnovers. It's not because you are not doing well. But because there is something you don't understand that other people understand are making progress. And I pray that the Lord will open our eyes in the name of Jesus. One more time, celebrate God for his word in the name of Jesus. You want to rise with me and pray this prayer for every well that I've not dug. That the Lord God will open your eyes to every opportunity of wells that are beneath your feet. That I will not labor the labor of fools. That God will open my eyes to insights of a well that is below me. That no more will I wait for the rains of the heavens. No more will I wait for the rains of the heaven or journey to the stream. But that the Lord will give me and grant me access to skilled men. That together we will partner in association and dig wells that will feed our generation and water every thirsty heart in our lives someone needs to pray that prayer your relationship needs wells to be dug your your business needs some wells to be dug that will be able to see the wells around us the bible says and the lord god opened the eyes uh, that she was able to see that there was water beside her just pray this prayer that the lord god will open your eyes beyond that you will see wells of opportunity scripture says jesus said bible says and immediately jesus broke the bread the eyes of their their eyes were opened pray right now for everything that needs to be broken they will be broken that we may be able to see and comprehend beyond that which are seen now just put that in prayers in the next 30 seconds pray that the lord as you go this week every well that is not opened lord open my eyes upon my business this week i will see opportunities that men cannot see just begin to pray for opportunities of wells accessing divine insights i will see wells accessing divine insights i will see association that i've never been before just begin to put that in prayer and as you've done so the lord will hear us from heaven in the name of jesus and so lord in heaven we thank you for your word we'll give you glory we'll give you honor we'll give you adoration for the word that have come to us this morning the bible says in your word you said that immediately jesus broke the bread the eyes of the understanding were opened we pray for everything that needs to be broken they shall be broken for us to see beyond in the name of jesus and scripture says concerning abraham the bible says immediately lot departed from him then the lord god came to abraham and says for as far as your eyes can see i will give to you we pray that everyone representing lord that is stopping us from seeing beyond where we can we pray that our eyes of understanding will be opened in the name of jesus every partnership that is taking us down the drain that the lord will separate us from such in the name of jesus Holy Spirit, we thank you for your word. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you adoration beyond and beyond. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. We want to believe that the word of the Lord has come mightily, that we are blessed. And I pray sincerely as the word of the Lord has been heavy in this assembly that every area of insights we need to access that will begin to have access to them supernaturally in the mighty name of jesus amen